This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This holiday music absolutely slaps. This is outstanding. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Paul. I consider this a very Merry Christmas uh, coming from you guys. So thank you for that. Welcome back to BQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Ed Egros, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Plenty of other games that we will get to later on in the festivities, including the Chiefs and the Patriots and perhaps the biggest game of the week, the Bills and the Cowboys. Uh, But in the meantime, guys, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, another contest uh, that seems rather significant in terms of the AFC picture. Uh, I know that one of the things we talked about earlier in the week was if there was some kind of a way to back the Baltimore Ravens, and perhaps one of the reasons why we might be a little hesitant is because this game coming up against the Jaguars, where the Ravens are three and a half point favorites, the total of 42 and a half, this one is a little odd to me. I, I can understand kind of the hesitancy to back the Ravens in this spot because Jacksonville can be quite volatile. Uh, but Joe, what are sort of your impressions on this one? Would you say the numbers odd or just the matchup or uh, what are you referring to? Perhaps the matchup, I, I guess, just because like you're dealing with a feast or famine kind of defense in Baltimore, but you know, you're always going to have that with them. It's just kind of the personnel they have. And then what do we think of Trevor Lawrence? Is that something that may be putting together? Yeah, for sure. Well, wh- why, why don't we get to that coming up? Because uh, we've got the man, John Daigle, with us now. Yes, we do. Yes, we, we are here. Uh, Hi. Coming up right now. Hey, John. John Daigle from 4 for 4 Adventures. A tad late, John, but we're here. Doing, <laughs> doing well. Yes, Better Matt. late than never. Happy to see everyone. Absolutely. Yes, good to see you. Absolutely. Great to have you here. Uh, well, let's talk about this. Uh, Ravens-Jaguars. Uh, interesting matchup where Baltimore, if they continue to run, then they're going to get the one seed in the AFC. Uh, but Jacksonville, as we know throughout the entire season, they're a little bit feisty. So what do you think about this one? Uh there are some games where I'm on the opposite end as opposed to a lot of sharper betters I know, and I tend to be laying the points on this one, all three and a half, against Trevor Lawrence, and more importantly, this Jaguars defense. That's really what I'm betting against here because maybe the weather evens it out and perhaps the Jaguars hang around a little bit longer than expected. But right now, as we saw last week at least, against a soft Rams defense, yes, but Lamar Jackson and the Ravens offense just have everything going for them whenever they're asked to step up. Um, Even last week from a clean pocket, which is what we expect Lamar Jackson to have in this spot as well. uh, He went 20, he went 14 of 22 
for actually, no, I'm sorry. I was reading the wrong quarterback. Uh, he was bad from a clean pocket last week. Ignore that altogether. I'm still <laughs> laying the points though with the Ravens and three and a half, if only because of the Jaguars defense who we saw even Jake Browning took care of last week, uh, which is also why I'm on the Vikings getting three and a half points. Although I believe bet MGM most recently moved the Vikings to three points overall, but yes, I'm mm-hmm. on the, the Ravens for their offense to get some bad Jaguars defense. Uh, John, I'd imagine right now that uh, you feel a little bit more comfortable with this NFL and what we've seen over the last few weeks because unders are no longer a story. It's kind of gone away. And all the, the talk about the primetime unders, look at what happened last night. Look at what's been happening in the league over the last few weeks. Like we've seen this explosion in certain matchups. And you look this weekend and there are five games with a total of at least 47. We've got two in the 50s right now. So uh, just overwise, are there any games that jump out to you that uh, that you expect to be shootouts, props-wise, you know, if you're doing fantasy, uh, a lot of games that you want uh, players from that, that game? I don't mind going back to Jordan Love over passing yards because – What we've seen this year is that whenever a backup quarterback comes in, not that Jordan Love is a backup quarterback, but whenever there's a quarterback we have question marks about, uh, it just he just needs to be able to elevate his offense against a bad defense. And Jordan Love was not capable of doing that against the Giants on Monday night, but he did go through a five-game stretch, that Chiefs game in primetime included, whenever they had numerous injuries littered throughout their front seven and secondary, where he did actually help them score a ton of points and looked incredible. And this is another one of those spots because, yes, the Bucks did well last week in terms of defense, but – Right now, Jordan Love, after a poor game on Monday night against the Pat, uh, against the uh, Monday night, uh, yeah, Giants. poor game on Monday night Giants. against the Giants. Yes, thank you. You could tell I still have a uh, fog brain from being sick last week. Like it's proof of what I'm talking right now. It's such a disaster. Um, but yes, I think he's going to have no issues moving the ball against this Bucks secondary, which no one has really had issues even last week Desmond Ritter 375 yards and over eight yards per attempt so I like the Packers to cover the three and a half line and have them for the over in that game as well the one where everyone is steaming the line but I think I'm on the under is the Bills Cowboys and it's it's terrifying to be on an under with Josh Allen and this Cowboys offense right now. I understand. But it's just a totally different environment than what both teams are going to play and have played the last three weeks. The Cowboys have been resting comfortably at home. Um, even the Eagles game, they played for a half. Didn't have to worry about the second half at all. They just kicked their ass up and down the field the entire time. But now you're traveling across country for your first road game in the last month in the cold weather against Buffalo. They're jumping through tables on fire for the first hour of pregame. And then uh, for the Bills, it's a terrible matchup on offense. Not only have we not seen a lot from Joe Brady really changing anything, like Josh Allen has 19 carries the past two weeks. We have 27 running back targets the last three games, too, under Brady. But really, everyone's still struggling to get open. There's not really any creative play calling. And Josh Allen on the entire year against man coverage, because no everyone is struggling to get open, is 20th in completion rate in yards per attempt. And the Cowboys are one of only two defenses playing man coverage in over 40% of their snaps. So I really do worry about both of those offenses in that game. So although I mm-hmm. we are getting a lot more overs, I think that Cowboys-Bills one is the one that comes under. 
Ooh, all right. We're here with John Daigle. So good to have you on this football Friday. We have three games on Saturday. Any of these matchups, any bets that you like for Saturday? Uh, while I was going through my fog brain spiel, I did touch on the Vikings plus three, if only because <laughs> Jake Browning is the Aaron Paul meme right now. He can't possibly keep getting away with it because <laughs> the, through his three starts within two yards of the line of scrimmage, he has 35% of his passing yards and 43% of his passing attempts. He cannot possibly keep getting away with this. And the Vikings now, as we know, since week five, First, Patrick Mahomes, that was the last time a quarterback went over 275 yards against them, was Mahomes in week five. But in that time, the Vikings are first in EPA per play and EPA per drop back as well. They've been the league's best pass defense by quite a mile. So in this spot, maybe Jake Browning can do a couple things, but I really think it is a terrific situation for the Vikings defense to keep them on track as long as Nick Mullins can deliver some kind of points and you have to consider them an upgrade from what we've seen the last couple of games from Josh Dobbs. So I like the Vikings to cover on Saturday and then the Lions Broncos game. The, as you talk about overs and lower numbers, I think the over mm -hmm. could be interesting in that one because we've seen the Lions be paper tigers. Like everyone was making the joke last night that maybe Justin Herbert or Keenan Allen should get MVP because uh, of what the Chargers did or, or didn't do. Like, Dan Campbell should be coach of the year because I can't believe he got the nine wins with this unit. Like, they are so atrocious. I can't wait to see yeah. who the sixth seed is because that's going to be an easy bet for us in the playoffs over the Lions. But right now, with this defense, it's one that even the Broncos offense can take advantage of. They don't want to throw the ball. They want to be run heavy and play defense. And that's fine, but at least we think – I think the Lions are going to take the ball out of Jared Goff's hands because right now Jared Goff has also been an absolute mess with 10 sacks, three picks, three fumbles as well and is over the last month of the season. And if that's the case, we know that you can attack still the Broncos through their front seven. Even Austin Eckler had a good day on the ground relative to Austin Eckler's terms last week. And so I think it's going to be a big David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs day, and that's going to be enough to help them get this number over and hang around with Denver's defense. So I do like the over in that one as well. John, you know that you are my brother from another mother, but I do have to challenge you when it comes to the fog brain here. My question is this, who is your favorite backup quarterback and how should we back them either for this slate or for the rest of the season? Well, it's not fair because my favorite, yes, it is fair that we are brothers from another mother, but my favorite backup <laughs> is Joe Flacco. The issue is that I don't think Joe Flacco is in a good spot this week. So uh, that's not the player I want to back, at least this week. Although I think he can drag the Browns, perhaps, to the playoffs. Uh, in terms of my favorite, let me go through that, and then let me think about my favorite backup. Because I, I like the Bears this week. <laughs> if, only, if only because we've seen Joe Flacco now. And a lot of times these backups come in, like Jake Browning, who had the Jags and Colts the past two games. Joe Flacco had the Rams and the Jaguars last week in his last two games. Fogbury didn't stop that one. I remember those two matchups. Uh, this game, though, as we know, the Bears defense has been genuinely elite. And I know I get pushed back when I use that term, but 
literally the league's best run defense. And since they got yep. Jalen Johnson back in week six, they're allowing the league's fewest yards per attempt through the air as well. The Browns now also on their third and fourth string offensive tackles. And I believe they're going to be down to the third and fourth string safeties as well. Denzel Ward may turn around and play this game, but there are so many injuries across that defense right now that I think Justin Fields, even on the road in a bad weather of Cleveland, can bring this one home. So uh, although mm-hmm. I think Joe Flacco has been awesome, and that's not a good thing for the NFL, that Flacco can step in off the streets. He was working at UPS. He comes right in, and he's the 17th best quarterback <laughs> in the league. That's, the, that's not a good thing. But in this case, I think the Browns can cover. In terms of best backup, though, uh, Will Levis has been okay, if we can even consider him a backup, considering he's the face of the franchise, really. Uh, and mm-hmm. I will say I'm backing Tommy DeVito this week. I don't know yes. what world we're in where the Saints should be laying six points. I sh- I'll say anyone, yes. even though I understand they just like took it to the Panthers, who <laughs> literally averaged the league's highest run play because they're just trying to get out of here. They're trying to get to the end of the season and kill this clock as much as possible. But this uh, Saints defense is what I'm really picking on because although they've shown flashes here and there, uh, Tommy DeVito now in his starts is literally leading all quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields included, and scramble rate on his dropbacks. And the Saints are allowing a league high 27 rushing yards per game to opposing quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I think because they play so much man defense that that's typically when quarterbacks have more success scrambling because you have your backs turned to the li- to the quarterback a lot of the time. So I like Tommy DeVito rushing props uh, to get over that one. And then just the fact that we did get everyone back at full strength, even the Saints front seven, which has been great against opposing running backs this year, over the last month since they returned from their bye, are allowing 5.1 yards per carry to enemy runners. So I like uh, Saquon Barkley to kind of handle this one as well. I think the Giants cover with the backup quarterback. There you go. Totally agree. And uh, I know you're here in Chicago. The, the Bears situation has become one of the more fascinating ones in the league. Like, it's... Eberflus might stay now. What do you do with that pick at one? It's going to be very interesting to watch. It's going to be a wild, wild offseason. I, I, I did want to go off the beaten path for a minute because you're very involved in social media for sports betting. And it's what everybody in this uh, in this business has been talking about, whether uh, you're a broadcaster or just someone that follows it closely, whatever. Everybody's talking about Survivor and would you chop? I ask you. If uh, you're in the hunt for $9.3 million, one of 13 entries, would you chop? Or does it depend on your team's left? It's just like hedging, in my opinion, where it depends on your own unit size, your own uh, means of income, and what that means to you. I think I would chop. I believe I would. Uh, I don't want to, especially because I'm trying to step back and think, I don't want to be the person that says, I, no, I I'm saying. Chop. So the ex- I'm I'm just give, let's give the example that was out there that yeah. they discussed 400k in your pocket you're still playing for four million. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I would do. I think I think they made the wisest choice when I saw that. I was like, yes, actually, that's pretty smart to take home something more thing and then also be playing for. Even with inflation, I think four million is life changing. I think that gets you on the right path. If it doesn't, <laughs> yeah, then what are we all doing most- in life? Like, uh, what are we all, what, are, what the hell are we all doing here? Four million can't help us out. Like we're never going to yeah. reach the end of this thing. So yeah, I, I think they made the best choice. <laughs> It'll get you a condo in Lincoln yeah. park. They, no, uh, yeah. And then, and then have like 400 K left. That's enough. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. 
about That's 30 fair. seconds. Yeah. Any other bets that we didn't ask you about before we let you go? Uh, one, I will apologize for coming on unprepared more than usual. Again, last week I was out and I missed y'all because I was dying over the weekend, but I bounced back by Mm. Thursday, so hopefully that's good enough. And then I think the only other game I had be – oh, I'm on Kyron Williams over rushing yards as well. Mm. I understand Mm. everything's probably going to flow through the passing game, but the Rams this year are fourth in the lead in run play rate whenever Kyron Williams played, um, whenever they have a two-lead. So although everyone thinks that Matthew Stafford's the one to get this lead and then build on it, really uh, Sean McVay has thrown in the towel when they've built an early lead and just run the ball out, especially through Kyron. So I like Kyron running rushing overs as well. Good stuff. John Daigle, happy you are on the men. John Daigle from 4 for 4 and BetSperts, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, the Chiefs number has come down this week. Uh, is it time to bat Pat Mahomes and company as hefty favorites against the Patriots? That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to Beck Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. During the break, the three of us were talking about holiday parties, uh, which is a very pertinent conversation for us since we all work remotely. But uh, mm-hmm. I would be curious uh, when it comes to, like, the Patriots, for instance, what kind of a holiday party would Bill Belichick throw for the team, staff, anything like that? Uh yeah, he would hate it. He would hate it more than me, even. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know if it's my it's maybe part of my age, but you know, it's what's happening in corporate America. Like they're deciding, yeah, I don't think we should spend all this money that we used to on holiday parties. Like maybe put it somewhere else, and yeah, you know, downsizing and all that. Like I I've heard over the last couple of days, I know a lot of people that have had to go to their their holiday parties. I'm like. I would like to hang out with you guys. I wouldn't mind talking to you guys, but then people I don't know or don't see. Yeah. Uh, you, you get you get caught. I'm sure it's much worse for Aaron in social situations like this. You get caught in a corner, somebody trying to talk to you, and you're like dying to get out. Somebody please save me. I could see that happening a lot. Well, also, like if you're part of a group that works from home mixed in with people who go into the office every day, it's it's just so totally awkward. different. Yeah, yeah, like I And we're not in our twenties anymore. But we're that not in our twenties anymore. Like a pass for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like back in the day. All right, what's the second stop? What's the third stop? Let's go. You know? Right. right now, mm-hmm. You know, the energy is <laughs> tough. That's a tough I, that's a tough scene. I, I feel like if we were all going to a holiday party together, like it would just be the three of us sort of going mystery science theater three thousand on it, where we would just be commenting and people watching the whole time. And then yeah. one of us like would have to do like rock, paper, scissors it. to figure out like who's gonna get the food plate and the drinks for the others because none of us wanna do it individually. I think that's how that would go down. <laughs> oh man, that'd be a lot of people watching. A lot of observations would be made. Yes. Glass man, Horvy, Chelsea, mimosas just... with the glass. Man? <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. It would be fun. Yeah. 
I mean, oh, well, well, man, oh look, cool enough to hang Wait, out with us. Where's Birch going? Oh, she's walking down the street to record a video for X. Side so walking down the street. Here are my picks. Like, yeah, there'd be a lot of options. Here's the fit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Patriots plus a seven and a half. Yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking of I that, the Bruins win the standing cup right now. And they're here now. Yeah. Don't mind calling that out. Uh, yes, Chiefs Patriots. Uh, let's get started with that, shall we? Uh, Chiefs eight and a half point favorites, total of 37. Yes, the Chiefs look dysfunctional right now. But it is New England. So what are we to do? This is when you said earlier that the most popular bet, one of the three, is the dreaded public dog. And that dog is a New England Patriots. That made me say abort, abort. I was (laughs) heading that way as the number was getting shorter and shorter. And that's what it's done over the last couple of days. It's uh, gone from as high as nine and a half. I saw now we're sitting at seven and a half on Friday. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Like eight and above. Okay. I think we can make a case with everything going on in Kansas city. And it's a matchup. It's, it's a struggling offense going up against a team that the one thing they can't hang their head on is they, they do have a pretty solid defense. They're well coached. We know that extra time to prepare, you know, all that stuff and zappy, Looked legit for a half against the Steelers, which is not any a soft matchup. Last Thursday night, and then Pacheco's not practicing. They they missed that part of uh, their offense. They could have used that run game uh, over the weekend, um, but at seven and a half, and and all the all the bets are coming in on the New England side. Aaron, I'm saying no, no, thank you. And it doesn't mean I'm betting on Kansas City. Because I cannot sit here and say that I'm going to lay more than a touchdown with this offense. It just means that I'm not going to take New England. I Yeah, if you're backing New England, I kind of think maybe we've come too far. This is still the Chiefs. I get it. They're struggling. Pat Mahomes was throwing a tantrum. But if there's ever a get-right spot for the Chiefs, You've got to destroy the Patriots, right? I know your offense stinks and you're probably not capable of blowing out many teams. But, I Mm -hmm. mean, I'm seeing eights, eights and a half. I think the Chiefs can cover this number. And I will not be backing the Patriots in any way. I think this is a spot that the Patriots just, they've been struggling. They're on a two-game losing streak. They have got to turn things around. And it has to start this week. I'm going to semi-disagree with you and say that there really is no play on the side. I think it's fairly sharp. And I can't believe I'm saying this. I really can't believe I'm saying this, but I'll say it anyway. There Mm. is no reason why the Chiefs should be favored by eight and a half against anybody, even the New England Patriots. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I am. Because the rushing attack is not very good. And the Patriots' run defense is actually pretty stout. And so whatever rushing attack the the Chiefs might bring, I think New England will be prepared for that. And then on the passing side, it's really conservative. I don't think this offense is designed to build humongous leads. We've talked about how bereft of talent they are beyond, say, wide receiver two and beyond Travis Kelsey. I think we're going to see that in a game like this. And on the Patriots side, like, yes, I understand that they really can't do anything with Bailey Zappi, and they really can't do anything with Ezekiel Elliott here. And that's why I think one of my favorite props is Zeke under 60 and a half 
rushing yards. But at the same time, like this just may be a really quick game that'll end in about two and a half hours. Maybe the Chiefs cover this number. I don't think they will. There's no play for me here. But this number is absolutely ridiculous. The Chiefs should not be in this position right now. Would you tease Casey? Sure. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, it, I don't I, love I, it just because I think the number is sharp. Right. But still, I it, it wouldn't be how I would start the teaser conversation. There's probably another game I'd prefer. But if I'm struggling yes. to find a team to or a game to pair it with, I would be okay with this one. But I don't love it. I I have such little confidence in the Chiefs right now. I'm not sure I would tease it. And you're basically mm-hmm. asking them to win. Like, could they lose again? Yeah, mm-hmm. they could. The, the offense that we've been seeing, they absolutely could. Um, I'm staying off this game, guys. Mm-hmm. Here is another game uh, that might be a stay away as well. But uh, let's see if maybe uh, I'm wrong about my premonitions. Dolphins, Jets, Miami, nine and a half point favorites here. This one has a total of 37. What do we think about this one? All right. Like this specific game, it looks like it has all the makings of a reality check with Zach Wilson, right? Like people were going Mm -hmm. way too far. I know we ended up throwing for 300 yards, but that game was just, just out of control with everything going on. And then Stroud gets injured. Texans missing so many guys on offense. Uh, Zach Wilson had his best game of the year by far, and it's not close. So haven't we seen enough of Zach Wilson to to think that he's not going to back it up, but the number comes into play. It's an eight and a half. And what do you trust right now in Miami on a short week? It was off a terrible loss, so you do expect them to bounce back, but will they? Are you going to have Tyreek out there? He returned in the game. So common sense would say yes. I don't, I don't know. what They're saying he's probably questionable. They've only been doing walkthroughs so far this week. Uh, so I wonder now Achan uh, has a couple of injuries he's dealing with, not only the rib, but now it's a toe. So I don't know if he's going to be out there. Their offensive line. I mean, they might have one or two starters out there. It looks like we, we know they've got their center out for the year. Armstead's been dealing with stuff. Eichenberg, Hunt, none of these guys are practicing this week. And I guess we'll get some word today on what's happening with the Dolphins. Here's another game where, you know, it's a teasable number. It's a low total. So you would think, oh, you just take Miami from eight and a half down to two and a half. I don't know. We saw that offense, how it looked without Tyreek. If he's not 100%, I, I'm going to have a lot of questions. So I'm finding reasons to fade both sides in this matchup. Man, this is a big number. I it hate is. to say it, but I might be on the Jets side here just because of the number at nine and a half. The other thing is, this wouldn't be an episode of BetQL Daily if I didn't mention black sports online. Apparently, our guy Tyreek <laughs> just got married a couple weeks ago, and not one but two women just hit him with paternity lawsuits. So he's oh having a tough God. week. <laughs> Oh no! that makes me want to fade him and the dolphins even more maybe he's distracted now he's got to explain maybe to his new wife maybe he's got an ankle you know a whole thing going on with him i don't know this is just too many points i believe in life in the jets (laughs) 
Hit it. Elsa's doing the karaoke at the holiday party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's Love do it. it. Oh, yeah. I'll show I up hope the she's on party, the Jets. Yeah. I hope she bet the Jets this week. Too bad I, didn't I don't know. There was, chance there's a lot of yelling going on at the end of the show. <laughs> there's a lot of, like, bus tossing going on. It was very animated. She got really mad because Jenks a- accused her of, of hating Santa Claus. And it was just, <laughs> like, it just the whole thing derailed. And then I was mad at her because she hates Santa. And, uh, you know. It's just so. Anyways, I don't know how we got there. It was it was it was a lot of screaming. I'm like, great end of the week, guys. (laughs) Chelsea's a Grinch, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I I, it was it was it was not pretty. Anyways, yeah, Gongster was yes. Especially today, you can't hate Santa. Especially today, and we know why we can't for very important reasons. What's today? What's Santa do today? Well, Santa said hi to us before the show. Oh. Yes. What? So we definitely can't hate Santa. Oh, I didn't Mitch see it. I didn't that. see it. Mitch is Santa. That's why. Oh, yes. I didn't see that. Wait, Santa's oh, that... not real? No, we <laughs> didn't say that. We didn't say that, Aaron. Santa's okay, real. Got... <laughs> Santa's very real. He was at yes, my house Virginia. last Friday. He delivered okay, us Tucker. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Santa's making the rounds, he, he but was specifically Tucker? in Chicago. I delivered him. Yes. What did you think Goodness. I said? Forget it. <laughs> All right. That's fun. Is oh, that thanks true for the, Paul the said lower in the there. Chat? Yeah. Is that accurate, Paul, or are you just making that up? Is what <laughs> accurate? Mitch is dressed what up as Santa. What you put in the though. chat. No, what you put in the chat. About oh, Tucker. Oh, no. I, no. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it was going to go to a new level. Paul is claiming that Chelsea besmirched Tucker, and it's not true. We have yeah. over-exaggerated uh, the how meanness could, of How Chelsea. could you? How, yeah. could, how could any human do that? Yeah, exactly. Awful. <laughs> uh, there is one more thing about this uh, Dolphins-Jets game we should bring up, and that is the weather mm-hmm. could be uh, a rather inclement situation for everybody uh my buddy kevin ross says there could be wind gusts up to 35 miles per hour in this contest how are either team going to pass in a game like this not to mention the fact that if we've got achan problems and mostert problems like this could be a very tough spot for miami and it has nothing to do with completely falling apart or dysfunction or anything like that this is just context I think Miami can win this game, but how can you back Miami minus nine and a half when you've got bad weather and you can't pass the ball with any kind of consistency? That's the part that worries me. And then you're worried about the running backs as well. Maybe just the under 37 is just the safe thing and then don't worry about it. These big home dogs are tempting this week. Just back to back, you're looking at New England. Mm -hmm. These are terrible teams too. For much of the season, like we're talking right. about Zappy against KC, and we're talking about Zach Wilson against the Miami Dolphins, but it's not looking good right now. Yeah, I, injury report wise, got to see what's happening with the Dolphins. And you know, you mentioned weather, Ed, and that is could come into play with Baltimore and Jacksonville. 
And now that mm-hmm. number is, is the Ravens favored by three and a half on the road at Jacksonville with the, where the Jaguars haven't played well. And they, they obviously were missing Christian Kirk last week, but I will say with a hobbled Trevor Lawrence, even though they didn't cover the number against Cleveland, they gave a, a, a much better effort than I was expecting. Now there are questions about the status of ETN and Zay Jones and, you know, you're already missing Kirk's like, so it, it could be tough there, but um, it, it could be really windy down in Jacksonville, Florida. So I do wonder about that. Lamar has struggled as a big favorite. Now it's above a field goal. Uh, And the Ravens defense, they need to get back on track here. So I'm not sure what to do with this one. Low total with the Mm -hmm. Ravens and Jaguars, 42 in the hook. I don't know what to do about this one either because I really wanted to put the Jags on my fade for the rest of the season list. I think... Listen, if Lamar's truly an MVP candidate, he's got to cover this number. I mean, there's still threes out there. Oh, pretty much everywhere, right? Oh, it went back down? Yeah, I'm seeing threes. Yeah, I think as we're talking. Yeah, so I think I'll be on the Ravens. They can cover this against the Jags. I, I want to see what the weather forecast is, see if things kind of clear up. If they do, I'll probably back the Ravens. My model has this as minus 3.8, but... If things are windy, I don't trust anything in, the, in that game. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, the game of the week. Cowboys at the Bills right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Plenty of other games to get to, including the Eagles and Seahawks, Commanders at Rams. But we got to get to the game of the week, right? It's the Cowboys and the Bills. Buffalo, two-point favorites at home against the Red Hot Cowboys. We've got a total of 50 and a half. John Daigle from 444 and Bet Spurts was on the show earlier. In case you missed it, please check out our podcast wherever you podcast. He is on the under 50 and a half. Uh, but Joe, as far as that or the side, what do you like here? Yeah, the injuries are concerning on the Buffalo side. That's that's been a theme of the season and uh more added. Now now they're talking Micah Hyde, maybe he goes to IR, Vanessa, he's been not not been practicing this week. Uh, that's a concern, and Josh Allen's turnovers a concern. He has an interception in nine straight games. You guys realize the last time nine. he did not throw a pick was that Miami game when they beat him forty-eight to twenty. How long ago that was? <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was so long ago. Um, look, I mean Dallas, their their offense is flying high, and and all these injuries on the Bills' defensive side. It's concerning, uh, but we do know that the Bills' offense can keep up with anyone. So Dallas on the road, where they've had all three of their losses this year, um, you would think that they'd be able to keep up. You know, someone that we talked about on Monday that was shut out in the Bills' victory that needs to have a big game, Stephon Diggs. When you have CeeDee Lamb on the other side and everything that Dak's been able to do and and Ferguson and all the weapons that the Cowboys have this season, you're going to need Diggs to have – one of those big games. It's been a long time, like a couple of months since we've seen a big digs game. And, you know, and Kincaid has been limited in practice this week. I expect him to go, but is he truly a hundred percent? Certainly feels like you're going to have to get into a back and forth game here. 
And if that's the case, it's got to be the Allen and Diggs show. Gosh, I think the Cowboys can win outright. Cowboys oh, sure. money line. I think this is a good Cowboy spot. I'm going to be looking at CeeDee Lamb props. They've just been pummeling teams as of late, and I don't really expect that to stop here. Got to pick and choose your spots with the Cowboys. Like I said yesterday, <laughs> don't call me in the playoffs. But I do think this is a good spot for Dallas, Ed. Get off my phone. Yes, I remember <laughs> yeah, this all too well, definitely. especially uh, in January. That's kind of how this works. Um, I'm going to cut the chase here. I'm just going to cut to the chase and let you guys know that this is my alternate spread of the week right here, right now. Cowboys minus one and a half boys and girls at plus 124. Let's go. Okay. I've got a question for you guys uh, as far as how this is going to play out here. So we know that the Cowboys play a lot of man coverage, right? Like they do it at a really, really high rate. And you would think that this would mean Joe, as you're saying, Josh Allen to Stefan Diggs. The problem, though, is like in man coverage, Stefan Diggs is not one of the elite receivers. You're thinking Tyreek Hill in that department. Uh, you might be thinking <laughs> CeeDee Lamb and A.J. Brown. These are the great man coverage receivers. It's not Stefan Diggs. Like he's kind of down on the list as far as that's concerned. So I'm curious if they're going to force the ball to him a little bit more than they otherwise would, or if they're going to continue to evolve the way that Joe Brady has wanted, and that is a more conservative style where they're running the ball a little bit more, maybe throwing to the tight ends a little bit more. And if that's the case, then don't you think that's the absolute wrong game plan to have against the Cowboys? Like, I think it's something where, they should throw deep more, but I'm not sure if they will. And this could be coaching malpractice. I think they realize they're going to have to. They're smart enough. I, they understand that. Um, last week was a very different situation with Kansas City, a scuffling offense. Now, we all know what Dallas is at this point. Dallas is playing like Miami was earlier on in the season. And, I, man, I can't wait for this one. This is going to be a ton of fun. By the way, give the Bills. The Bills minus one and a half, minus two, whatever number you get. We're going oppo. Let's go. I can't wait for this. Ew. What's ill? Ew. Oh, you and the Cowboys, the Chargers yesterday. What else we got? Saints? You went? Oh, yeah, you are in the Saints. What are... <laughs> yeah, I <yeah>. am. <laughs> wait, you can't do this. Who else? Where, what, what's just... another? Are you on the Rams? Are they close enough? Do they count? Yeah, I'm on the Rams. You are on the Rams, too! Hold on a second. Oh, wow. Cowboys, hold up, hold up. Oh, no, this is is a throwback. It's definitely a throwback. I know that. That's fair. Yeah. It's the time to talk about the map. Chargers last night. (laughs) Oh, the porn map. Yes. Oh, <laughs> well, I, well, all listen. right, fine. The porn map. What's the porn map, boys and girls? All right. Look. I don't know if it needs much it, more explanation. It seems pretty self-explanatory. I just, I just noticed no, with not. the porn map. I just noticed with the porn map all of uh, the states that Ed has resided in that I that I'm aware of. Maybe there's more. Like, it was very interesting. A lot of things going on. Gert, do you have the graphic ready? <laughs> no, no, we do <laughs> not. <laughs> fireable offense. Uh, you ain't get fired. You can swear on the air. You can get fired for a Pornhub app that was out the, there on Twitter the yesterday. The bad yeah. words are blurred out, I do believe. That's true. 
That's true. This is for the family. A good Friday night right. game. Hey, what you do know, you think is the best popular category in the state of Louisiana? Thing. Everyone pick your favorite state, and then we just go around the room. Power rankings. <laughs> oh, we're doing it. <laughs> we're guessing capitals. Week. Merry Christmas, nope. everybody. I name a state. You're not, you don't tell me the capital. It's a different topic. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so- yeah. So Pornhub said these these are the most popular <laughs> pornographic terms per state. That's what we're talking about here in case Joe's uh, favorite website. Still some ambiguity. <laughs> it was a tweet. <laughs> it was a tweet. I'm just saying. What's going on? Yeah, just Texas? looking at Illinois, you sicko. I have a question. Look at any state. Look at any state. It's all weird. Honestly, the one I grew up in, Washington. The state of Washington. I thought that oh, was state of Washington. quite lovely. Oh, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I know Hawaii is Hawaiian. Come on, you can do better than that. It's like the I one you can say on the air. <laughs> like <laughs> the one we can say high heels. South Carolina. Oh, yeah, and how was or- Vegas? You can say Oregon's too. Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vegas is Vegas. I you know, know Minnesota. Right. I mean, just. Tickling? What are we doing? <laughs> well, you got to stay warm oh. somehow, Joe. Aaron's got to move to Wisconsin. It... Swingers, yeah. I was actually thinking about moving to Arizona, where car sex apparently is a thing. <laughs> so I got I to prepare right, we're, for that. We're getting closer to the line. I see what we're doing. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Nevada. Vegas. The transmission That's we're clean. talking about here. What, yeah. what is that? Vegas. We could we that could pick against the spread based on these, or like pick make picks based off of these. Oh, okay. So the matchup of Dallas. Okay, let's not do that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We're not. I don't think we can. Oh my god. Do we have no, more on this game? I think <laughs> Iowa might be my favorite. Iowa. Like I wish they had a protein we could talk about because that would that be fun just... to. Walk around the edges. I don't know why, but North Dakota's is laugh out loud funny. Like, it's just so outrageous. Whoa. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) That's not what I We can say Wyoming's, right? Wyoming is okay. We can say that. If you have to ask, maybe you shouldn't. Just saying. No, you can can say. Oh, come on. You can say that. I'm not even looking at the map. Where's the map? It's just goth. Yeah, it just says goth on it. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll allow it. Okay, thanks, Paul. Uh, what'd you say about Arkansas? Oh, hello. Don't, don't look <laughs> oh, no. Don't look at it. Don't give Arkansas <laughs> pro team to where this comes up. At listen, all. listen. I, I know this is great radio, especially if you don't have the map in front of you. But like Pennsylvania, did they ask a bunch of nine year olds? Like, what is that? Hey, come on. Who doesn't like that, though? I know, but it's just what a child would say. Right? (laughs) I agree. We're simple people, Joe. Unlike Illinois. Sorry. I I forgot. We kept it a little more basic. We're going next level. Yeah, exactly. New Jersey's is just confusing. Um, Well, you're young, Jake. One day you'll understand. You know, uh, well, Maryland, we get back to the game. The or we we still <laughs> fixated on Pornhub. I, I think JL we can finish our thoughts. Oh, we, we can finish our thoughts. Yeah. Yes. 
This is awesome. We sh- we really should just base our picks on this for this week. Yeah, right? Best idea I've ever had. For more, yeah. come back for the two minute drill. So, what side do you go with? The side the that drill like, ever. is more raunchy, or the side where you're like, okay, that's it's whatever you're into, Joe. Okay, I'm just trying. To I, I think it's matchup doing. based, Joe. Like, it's not so much I mean, uh, which one is the higher power rating. It's more like, okay. all right, which one is better in this particular meeting? <laughs> I think just, the Bears are beating the Browns this weekend. We'll be on the Patriots. I, yeah. Massachusetts? I mean, who doesn't want that? Come on. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. <laughs> With Massachusetts. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Literally the game of the week, and we went here. What's, what's happening? Yeah, right. <laughs> I wish they had a team. <laughs> you know, I gotta tell you, the East Coast is kind of crazy. I, just... I don't know anything about it. It's true. But... Must be the cold weather. People are really, um, yeah. The uh, South. I don't know what to the say. The South. Like, they like to talk about Southern Bells, and they're all proper, and I'm just like. Well, oh, South no, Carolina had Oh, well, I can tell you, Joe, Southern Bells are not proper. No. Well, they they like to act like oh. they are. You you would know right. more about yeah. it's all a facade. All okay. a facade. What else is Raptors ra- uh, jersey up in the Raptors? <laughs> are are they just downright mean or what are you what are you saying? What Southern Bells? No, the so, yeah the yeah, people Southern that say they're Southern Bells. Yeah. Well, I mean they can be, but it's just it's an act. Like okay, yes, they're prim, proper, innocent. No, they're not. Especially not in Louisiana. Like you know, it's all about you know the, the Catholic upbringing. Like, it's okay, you do whatever you want, and then you have confession the next day. And that's how it works. Lady oh, in fine. the street? Yeah. Freak in yeah. the street? There you go. Uh, we will have more stuff about the Cowboys and the Bills as far as, and uh, maybe we'll talk about other games as well. I don't know. That's right here Football on the Beckville Network.